Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you so much for this Christmas season, this reminder of your love that wasn't just theory, but you put it into practice. You tested it. You you let the rubber meet the road by sending your son, Jesus Christ, to take on humanity and human flesh and uh, live out this experience so that you would know how to be the best kind of Savior that we need. Uh, Lord, we're humbled by that kind of love. And so even as we celebrate it, even as we talk about what you have done, give us clear eyes to see and clear ears to hear the fact that we celebrate Christmas not as something that just is what you have done, but what you are doing even now. So Spirit of the living God, I pray that you might fall fresh, that you might use this moment for the glory of God the Father and for the manifestation uh, and the exaltation of Jesus the Christ. Uh, Stand in my body and think with my mind and speak with my tongue. Cause us to hear truth that will transform and we'll make sure you get all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Turn with me to Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. Uh, I'm starting at verse 18, verses 18 through 21, and then uh, we'll bring in verses 24 and 25 along the way. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Uh, You should have it right there on your screen, uh, right next to me. Uh, But watch what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. The Bible says, this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man. Some translations say a good man. And he did not want to disgrace her publicly. He could have had her stoned. He could have had her put to death because she was found to be pregnant before they were actually married. They were still in the engagement phase. Um, But he decided, the Bible says, to break the engagement quietly. Verse 20, And as he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Verse 24 says this, When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. I want to talk about just for the next few moments, the unexpected in the midst of the unexplainable. Uh, Many of us have a problem uh, with the the whole story of uh, Jesus' birth because we've never seen somebody who was a virgin suddenly get pregnant and no man be involved. Some of us have a problem with this holy God who chose to come down and take on our humanity and live out our experience. Uh, All of those things are unexplainable. There's, There's not a whole lot I can do to explain it any better. It's one of those things that you and I have to take by faith. But I've also noticed that in this story, if you look at it through the eyes of faith, you'll understand, you and I will see, that even through situations that we cannot explain, we're seeing how God works the unexpected in the midst of them. Matter of fact, I want to suggest to us that God has a seed of the miraculous embedded even in our unexplainable troubles and situations. Uh, You may feel like You don't know what's going on. You may not understand what God is up to. But can I suggest to you through this story that God has implanted and embedded a seed of some miraculous things that he wants to do in your life, even though you can't explain how you found yourself to be in the situation that you're in. 
notice this, that the Bible says that, that uh, Mary and Joseph were engaged. You all know the story. Uh, she had, remember the storyline. The angel had showed up to her in Luke chapter 1 and revealed God's plan to use her as the, the one who would carry the Christ child. Uh, she gets this news and uh, as a way of explaining uh, and confirming what he was doing, he said, now your cousin Elizabeth, who's older than you, she is now six months pregnant. She was barren and was an, was an older lady who hadn't been able to have children, but now she uh, is, is carrying a child. So uh, Mary leaves Nazareth and travels um, some, some, some few miles uh, to the Judean hill country where her cousin Elizabeth lives. And she was there staying with her for six months. Now, after six months, she comes back to Nazareth, and uh, I don't know what your experience is, but after about six months, it's hide, it's hard to hide uh, a pregnancy. And so the Bible says that it was discovered, it was, it was seen, it was evident, it was found in her belly. In other words, she was showing at six months along, uh, and she'd been out of town, she'd been away from Joseph, they weren't married yet, and she's found to be with child. She's found pregnant. Uh, and that news that, that Joseph gets in verse 18, that she's pregnant, uh, and he knows it's not his, that, that must have been devastating, heartbreaking, troublesome, uh, heavy um, news to receive and to hear because it, it, it would effectively not only end their relationship, but according to Levitical law and the patriarchal rules of that time, it could have ended her life. Uh, because just like now, even back then, women unjustly get blamed for the, the, the stigma uh, for of an unplanned pregnancy or a pregnancy out of wedlock. Uh, and just parenthetically, uh, we as believers, we got to stop uh, judging people uh, and instead start giving grace and understanding and help uh, for women that find themselves in those situations. But anyway, I digress. But notice the Bible says that Joseph was a righteous man. He was a good dude. Uh, he wanted to do what God wanted done, um, and at the same time, he didn't want her to have to carry the stigma that he knew was going to happen. If you ever have been around a small town, I grew up in a small town, and everybody knows everybody's business. And so it was going to be hard to hide. It was going to be hard to do things to keep her from that news and what was going to happen because of that news. He, he didn't, he, he was, he was bound um, by limited choices. There was only so much that he could do. Um, but yet, even in the midst of him hurting and having confused uh, what would happen, uh, imagine how much worse the drama was for Mary. I mean, what, what is she going to do? Um, she's tried to explain to her fiancé that uh, I'm, I'm pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Um, I don't know about you, but that's, that's a hard sell. Um, it's also interesting that our faith system is built on a man having to choose to believe a woman about her sexual history uh, in the midst of the Me Too era. That, that speaks volumes to us that uh, well, we got to be careful, um, fellas, uh, how, how we uh, embrace and treat uh, what our women tell us. Uh, and so notice this. He's, he's stuck. He's limited. Uh, he doesn't know what to do. As he's considering this, the Bible says that he has a dream. An angel shows up in a dream. And notice what the angel says. The angel says in verse 20, Joseph, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. In other words, the, the, the word of God for him was in the midst of this problematic, hurtful, messy situation. Joseph, I want you to embrace that which has hurt you and that which you cannot explain and that which you cannot control. 
Uh, God, God's got a word for somebody on today that even in the midst of what you can't explain, God is up to something and he's asking you instead of to complain about it, instead of being thrown off by it, instead of instead of throwing away your faith over it, embrace that which is messy and hurtful and problematic because the angel says the child that is in her is conceived by the Holy Spirit. Uh, that, that's why I'm, I'm suggesting to us that God has a seed of the miraculous embedded in our unexplainable troubles and situations. You may not see it yet, but God is up to something miraculous. God is up to something big. God is the only one who knows how to work all things together for our good and for His glory. And so it's not a time to give up. It's not a time to, to, to walk away from God just because you find yourself in a problematic situation. But even in that situation that looks like it can't be fixed, that looks like it's unsolvable, that looks like it's too hard for anybody to handle, I suggest to us that God is working something. And even though uh, it looks very heavy and it looks heartbreaking to you, what you don't know is that God has actually embedded some huge blessings in the process if you trust Him. If you and I can trust what we cannot explain, God can do the unexpected. Watch this. The Spirit of God was working in what was troubling Joseph. And that's all I really want to suggest to somebody, that, that you may not understand it, but God is up to something. The Spirit of God is working in that messy situation. But I also want you to notice that he had to trust God even though there, was no, there were no immediate benefits to him because the Bible says in verse 25 that Joseph didn't even have sexual relationships with her till after Jesus was born. Watch this. He had to embrace the unknown. He had to trust God without even looking for what he could get out of the situation. That God was was birthing something. God, God had embedded the miraculous. And Joseph, I need you to embrace what you can't explain, what doesn't make sense to you. I'm working something. But now I don't want you to forget about Mary. No, notice also, notice this, that even in the midst of this messy, unexplainable situation, can you imagine that conversation with Joseph trying to explain how you show up pregnant six months later after being out of town? But I want you to notice this, that even though this news changed literally everything about Mary's life, I want you to notice this. God saw her. Mary, and watch this, Mary even knew that God saw her even as she was stepping into the unknown. She didn't know what the future would hold. She knew there was a baby there. She knew that there was a promise. She knew that there was a miracle that would take place. But for but she had to trust God that God saw her, God knew about her, and God was going to be with her as she went on this journey of the unknown. And for many of us, 2020 has been a year of the unknown. The things that we faced, we, we don't understand everything that's in it, but I need you to understand God sees us. God sees you. He understands. He, he, he has specifically decided to put his attention on your life and this struggle and what he's asked you to bear up under. And God, you need to know that though you may not know what's happening, God knows what's going on. God knows what he's up to. God knows what he's going to provide even through the unknown, even through these problematic times. You can expect God to do the unexpected even in the midst of your unexplainable situation. So even this Christmas may look different, may not be what you're used to. You may not truly understand what all is going on and uh, all this other stuff, but you need to know and recognize 
God has embedded the miraculous in that which he's asking us to embrace. If you and I can embrace the problematic, unexplainable, heartbreaking situations, God says he's going to birth something amazing for you and I out of this because he sees us and he's got us. Let me pray for us. Father, we thank you for this story that is a reminder that even in the midst of unexplainable, problematic, heavy situations, you are a God who sees and knows. You're a God who's working something, and you simply ask us to trust you through what we cannot explain. So Lord, I lift up in prayer every one of these, my brothers and my sisters, uh, all of us, that as we trust you and as we wait on what you're working behind the scenes, we thank you that you see us. Thank you that you're aware of us. And thank you that you're going to do everything that needs to happen to provide what we need as we walk into the unknowns of life. Lord, we love you. We bless you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen.